Welcome to the brand new series of Jocks Talking Balls. Yes, we talk about all the really important stuff in football, like, uh, I don't know, top of the table clashes where Jose Mourinho does this Sam Allardyce tactics of parking the bus, or where the Rangers can stop Celtic winning their 483rd domestic trophy in a row. No, we don't talk about that. What we talk about is footballers' haircuts and the best third away kits and things like that, the really important stuff. And with me to talk about all this stuff are a fantastic panel of guys that I've got lined up for you today. With me is Hearts fan Aldi. Good, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're listening. Hello. We've got Partick Thistle fan, Roscoe. Hello, folks, how you doing? And the other guy with a Everton top hanging behind him, or Ross County fan, he claims to be. It's Tipso over there. How you get on, Tipso? Very good, Paul. Evening, gentlemen. Evening. Evening, indeed. So basically, the idea of this is what we do is we go around the table, we all pick one each, and we'll go around the table maybe three times, and then by the end of it, we've got to come to a consensus of a top five of something. We all have to agree on this top five. So that's where the issues are going to come in, I think. And this week's topic is something that's kind of come to light over the last few weeks. You talk about Adam Ola-Luckman, you can talk about Mitrovic, you can talk about the mad scenes that happened in the MLS just a couple of nights ago. Yes, it's about penalty misses. Now, we're going to come up with our best or maybe worst penalty misses. Depends how you look at it. And we're going to go around the table and find out what everyone's suggestions are. Now, let's start with... We'll go with Tipso. Go on, Tipso. What's your first one? Okay, so my first one, I'm going to take you to the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. The quarterfinal between Ghana and Uruguay. Oh, oh I know this one. You know what's coming. I know, so I know what's coming. It's one each. We've gone to extra time. 120 minutes are up. Ghana are about to score. And the infamous hand of God from Luis Suarez <laughs> takes the game to a penalty. To be fair, it's a great save. <laughs> He's done what he needed to do, really, really. <laughs> but that left... The main man, Asimo Jean, to step up to send Ghana to the World Cup semi-final in South Africa, the first African team to ever get there. I think the whole world watching, apart from Uruguay, want him to score and do his dance. But, of course, he hit the bar. The pressure was too much. It came out and they go on to lose on penalties. I mean, that's a sad end. But not just that. He went on to miss another penalty and... His mother told him to never take another penalty in his life. <laughs> <laughs> the consequences were massive, not just for the nation, but for him. And I, I think I'll add to that tip. So I'm, I'm going to back this one to a degree, just because I'm a big Asamoa fan. I'm a big Jan's, like one of my key go-to guys. Um, I think the main disappointment was like everyone wants to see him to score, just to see the dance, right? Just to see the, the celebration. Like he, I mean, yeah. He robbed us of, imagine, God knows what you would have come up with for, for, for that goal, right? The, the winning goal to take him to the semi-final would have been like the, the craziest, the most amazing goal celebration that we'll never see. So, yeah. Um. You know what I loved about that that, that <laughs> moment there was uh, Luis Suarez. Now, I know that two guys out of the four of us uh, used to adore him or, or, or certainly um, maybe still do, I don't know. But um, when, he, when he got set off, Normally, the, you know, normally when, when players get sent off, they go straight down the tunnel. <laughs> but he, but he, he had the audacity to kind of stand at the, the kind of edge, of, you know, go down the tunnel and, and watch it in the dressing room, whatever. But he stood there and I just think, well, I, I personally I don't rate Luis Suarez as a, a man, never mind anything else. But yeah, I, 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 I feel sorry for, uh, for, for Ghana. I did, well, I did feel sorry for Yeah, them. I think Suarez was kind of like, you know, it's like if, you're like, if you've got siblings, it's like, you got in trouble off your parents told to go to your room and then you kind of before you go in your room you peek out to see your brother and sister getting in trouble too like he was just like he's poking around the car seat and he's celebrating when they missed the penalty and then away he goes 
What a legend. What a legend. Yeah. We used to love Luis Suarez, Paul, didn't we? Yeah. Not anymore. Um, not anymore. Go on in, Roscoe. Give us your first choice then. What you got? Okay, if you throw me out, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pick one that's like that's that's it's an emotional pick for me. Um really personal. I think a lot of mine are pretty pretty personal picks. So um <clears throat> this one was um the infamous World Cup final Roberto Baggio miss against Brazil. So so the story of that was I think the the most heartbreaking thing was that that so Baggio was my favorite player of all time. Like he was like I, I was yeah, and and I'll, I'll never forget the moment he missed. I had you know, back you up there. We love Baggio as well. Oh, good, good. He was like I idolized him, like you know, because you know back then it was like all Serie A, and, and like Sundays we're watching that with my dad and my brother, and like you know, my dad would sometimes give us a wee like sip of beer, and we're like you know younger than we should be, and it was just we used to watch it. You know, that was the best league in the world, and Baggio for me, I just I just loved him and uh throughout that whole that whole world cup like he absolutely carried italy through the final and he was kind of injured as well he's playing with he played for injury and he, he got them like without him they wouldn't be there and um and i'll never forget the moment i was in my mum and dad's bedroom what i don't know why we're watching it in my mum and dad's bedroom upstairs and um i had like the worst roberto baggio top you know these ones these knockoff ones you get that have just got like pictures of them all like, <laughs> like 20 pictures of all over the shirt um i had that on i'm sitting on my knees just like praying that he's gonna score and they're gonna somehow dig out a win and and then he missed and i was i was in floods of tears but i just i was absolutely it's the most devastating moment football moment of my life um yeah so that that to me is a really emotional one it was a yeah and it was a pretty bad miss as well i I wouldn't go as far as saying it was the most devastating football moment of my life but i totally concur i mean you just watch that your heart breaks for him because he was he was the player of the tournament he he carried them through some of the knockout games didn't he He was absolutely brilliant and then to miss that badly as well it wasn't like the keeper pulled off a great save or he skimmed the post or something he just blazed and also he there was a a was a bracy or somebody missed before him so he kind of he took the flag but there was other people you know but he was a ball guy it just felt wrong that he was a ball guy so yeah i mean it's a penalty um, to keep the minute though it's pressure that you can't really replicate um, at the best of times. And uh, there's that iconic image of him kind of after he misses and, and yeah. Tafarel is, is looking up and you're like, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a sad moment. It's a, it's a moment. tough one. Yeah, that's my first one. Go on then, Aldi, give us your first one. My first one is actually from the same tournament. Um, 1994 World Cup was probably the, I would probably say the first World Cup that I really got into um, or major championships that I got into in a, in a big way. Um and obviously Scotland weren't there, of course. Um, Scotland, well, they are going to be featuring at a major tournament um, very soon. But, you know, in 94, they didn't make it. And and it was a real shame. I I, I kind of actually supported Ireland that that, uh, that summer. But the, the penalty miss for me at that, that tournament, I hear your badgios was obviously a, a big moment. But Diana Ross <laughs> took a penalty in the opening <laughs> ceremony. And for me, I mean, <laughs> listen, you know, all four of us would have had a, a good bash at that penalty. <laughs> so she's running down, running down the middle of the pitch, and and this kind of band separate, leaving this corridor for Diana Ross to kind of waltz her way down. Now, bearing in mind that Oprah Winfrey had just fallen off the stage um, moments before, it was a shambles. Ball <laughs> was on the penalty spot, and Diana Ross just has to just knock the ball in, and the goal collapses, and there's a big celebration, and it's all part of the act. And she screws it wide. I mean, it, it's just... It's, in fact, it's even closer. The ball's on a penalty spot, and I think the goals were on the six-yard I was going to say that, yeah. It wasn't 12 yards either, was it? I mean, it's it's so simple. You, just, you know, there's no... I think there was a keeper. There wasn't a keeper. Yeah, there was, yeah. 
Yeah. Was there? Ah, yeah. So, I mean, oh, come on. I mean, managers always say that before big tournaments, when he gets to the knockouts, they practice penalties. Well, I'm not being funny, but Diana Ross, come on. I mean, he should have nearly, I mean, she knew she was, a be- she was on the big stage. And it's ironic because she's singing that, what's that, that song? Um, I'm coming out, I want the world to see. <laughs> my horrendous penalty. It's just, and actually, when I, I was, well, I, I didn't mean to. I mean, there's so many penalties I've got written down, but when you actually type in uh, worst penalty misses on on Google or YouTube, Diana Ross is up there with the worst. I mean, it's just it's a shocker. It's a shock. She's had a shock. scandalous. Yeah, absolutely scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> What, what a tournament that was, Zoe. What a tournament. That was a great tournament. That was phenomenal. <laughs> Big Valderrama there, remember him? You always remember your yeah. first, don't you? Oh, mate, 100%. <laughs> so what about you, Paolo? Come on. On that note, my first. Well, I'm going to go with um, one that had a bit of divine intervention. A man called Yuri Geller got involved. Now, this is jocks talking <laughs> balls. And uh, the heads up is there's three jocks on this and me kind of kind of slightly adopted jock. I've been here 17 years, which is why I just kind of slip in there. And then uh, <laughs> I've got my Scottish beer, so that's all right as well. But uh, yeah, so Yuri Geller, he sat at home and he's watching this football match between Scotland and England at Wembley. And uh, Scotland get a penalty. It's Euro 96. It's a big game. 1-0 down at this point. Gary McAllister steps up. Love the man. But... Yuri Geller is just thinking, he's got his spoon out, he's bending his spoon. McAllister steps up, fluffs his lines, Seaman saves it. It's heroic. Gaza goes up the other end, scores one of the best goals you'll ever see. And that's uh, it's my choice for number one. What do, you, do you like that, boys? You agree with that? There's something spooky going on there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it took to get, you know, to get past Scotland, I think. You know, some, some pretty, some kind of witchcraft or something like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, tough to pass moment, and uh, I really tried to banish that from the memories. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's hard to hard to argue with that one. I think I've got the wrong crowd with that one for my first choice. But there you go. Right, we better swiftly move on then. Tips, I'll give us your second choice, mate. Uh, okay, um, so I'm going to mix up again a little bit here. You, you spoke of divine intervention there, Paul. Um, my next penalty miss is from a man called Peter Divine, and it wasn't a World Cup final. It was the Northern Premier League Division One Cup final in 1991. He was playing for Lancaster City against Whitley Bay. And this final has gone to a penalty shootout and it's gone to sudden death. Peter needs the score to keep his team in. If you've not seen this, you have to watch this. So the pitch is a bit of a, a bit of a farm, if I'm being honest. But everyone else prior has scored, so he doesn't really have this excuse. So on his approach to the ball... He kind of trips a little bit, but he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> stop and start again. He tries to stay in his feet. He stumbles a little bit. He absolutely fluffs the kick. It goes about a yard to his left. And, and then and then he, he kind of feigns injury as if he's been hurt. <laughs> it's quite simply one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And uh, I don't think I'll ever forget that. I watched that this morning for the first time and I was in... <laughs> I was I was on a work call trying not to laugh. <laughs> I love it. What I love about that is the fact we've gone from World Cups and European Championships to what was it, Northern Counties Cup final in yeah, a, what? Northern Northern Premier League Division One Cup final. Oh, it's a big game. Yeah. If if you do watch the clip, you can see how big it is by the the fans <laughs> packing out the stadium. Does it look COVID restricted? Does it? <laughs> it could could easily be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, uh, Roscoe. What's your second choice then, mate? 
yeah, again, mine are fairly emotional. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like um, it'll be, it'll be a bit of a theme here now. Um, this one is um, French footballers just being like living up to their their Frenchness and being like wildly arrogant. Um, at Robert, Robert, this is Robert, this is Robert Perez for Arsenal. <laughs> trying. I can see where this is going already. <laughs> again, just French things weird because they're. They're having like you know this is this is this is the, this is this prime Arsenal team that were this this absolute machine right you know what I mean they had they were you know they were an excellent team right um, and uh, this is just feels like where, where where things start going to your head where you're kind of like right how can we how can we take something like a penalty and just like try and try and make it even more try and be even more French about it and and creative and yeah, we make it beautiful right? you know it's and uh, they absolutely made an arse of it which was just joyous to see joyous it was to beautiful see. it was yeah beautiful. see ever anyone didn't see it it's like you know the, the 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 plan was to to fake the shot and essentially just knock the ball to his left hand side for Henri to come in and, and score to so the keepers committed himself just absolutely fluffed their lines um and it was just carnage afterwards hilarious yeah just yeah, french being french so um french being french indeed what I loved about that was it was against Man City as well, and that was when they were still a, a proper football club and yeah, not a, an oil state that had a little plaything to mess about with. Anyway, Aldi, go on, give us your second. Just on that point as well, I, I actually had that down as not one of my three, but I had it down as one a potential one, and and I watched it earlier on. And uh, Danny Mills, uh, have you seen his reaction after? I think I think it's with Perez, and he's walking back, and he just he's giving him an absolute mouthful. It's, I, <laughs> I love that. I love that kind of stuff. You love know? it. Love it. Danny Mills. <laughs> uh, right. My second one is a game that, do you know, I, I, I didn't watch it live. I have no connection with any of the teams, but uh, the, the only time I really became aware of it was on social media. And I think it just epitomizes the, the, like why we love football and like anything can happen. Like, I mean, I, I'm the kind of fan that, Likes to think the, you know, the impossible can happen. I mean, I remember being at a game at Fur Park when Hearts were getting beat six one by Motherwell, and I still believe the Hearts can get back into the game with three minutes to go. Do you know that's the that's the way I'm programmed? Like I just think that anything can happen, and in this game, anything well, the, the kind of the miracle did happen. So it was 2013 playoff semi final in England, Watford Leicester, Leicester. Uh, it's two two in the last minute of the game. I think when at the stoppage time actually, unless they get a penalty, and that penalty if they score it they go through to the playoff final. They go to Wembley, of course. That you know we all know about how much money's ploughed into that that game. And uh, Anthony Knockart steps up to take it, and it's saved. And then within thirty seconds, the ball's down the other end, and Troy Deeney's knocking it in. And I just think, well, that you know that miss is just like the fine line between success and failure and in the in the reverse Leicester could have been at Wembley and then 20 seconds later they're absolutely floored knowing that Watford have just scored and are winning on aggregate and that's personally I just I think that penalty miss can sum up just you know how things can just turn the other way and, and that's basically why I love I love football and love watching football absolutely and the bedlam scenes as well because all the fans around the pitch it was just mental wasn't it yeah but think about what happened Leicester, Leicester didn't make it up but they did the following season and they've gone on to win the league so you, you win some you lose some right absolutely crazy that's why I love it absolutely right uh, my second choice then is uh, I've gone for something that it's got everything in there do you know what I mean it's a late penalty it's a disputed penalty and um, you've got 
a regular penalty taker who's already taken a penalty and scored in the game. So you're thinking, surely he's going to step up and take this. But oh no, you've got a big-headed striker who hasn't scored in like 400 years or something like that. <laughs> he's muscling in, he's taking the ball off him, he's putting it on the spot. You've actually got the home crowd shouting the regular penalty taker's name. They're shouting, <laughs> Luka, Luka, Luka. They're wanting Milivojevic to step up and just bury it, win the game, get it over and done with. Let's see Bournemouth away. But no, no, Benteke knows better. What does Benteke do? Fucking misses. <laughs> he's useless, man absolutely useless he sticks the ball perfect height for the keeper the keeper just kind of palms it to the side defender takes it away and that's it game over and that's how stupid strikers can be and that's why I've got it in there because I hate Ben Teke I love the emotion I love the emotion did he miss or did the keeper save keeper saved it keeper may have saved it but it's still Ben Teke's fault so we're going to go with that <laughs> <laughs> so that's on the list so third choice go on then tips so what you got on your third choice uh, yeah, I was torn between a few, but um, what you said there has inspired me a little bit because um, what I'm about to say is probably going to come across as a bit of a bashing. Um, so I'll take you to the League Cup. Bash oh. away, man. Bash away. I'm never going to stop you bashing. <laughs> it was the it was Cup quarterfinal. Um, Leicester against Man City. Um, and that's been the jocks here. We, we quite often have to watch American, sorry, um, the English League and how they hype up all their players. And Raheem Sterling steps up to take a penalty in the shootout here. Um, the, the, the greatest player um, on earth, um, I hear quite a lot of the time, but clearly lacks quality on a daily basis. Um, and seeing as Penenkas are the only thing here, um, he went for a Penenka and put it over the bar. I mean, that's that's an art form in itself. How and, do you put a Penenka yeah, over the bar? Yeah, it's a subtle chip. I, mean, I, I, I thought the whole point of a Penenka was to make sure it's on <laughs> yeah. target, but uh, no, <laughs> over. I mean, you have to say he's got incredible confidence for a man who lacks quality to take that penalty. Yeah, that's it. So Raheem Sterling is on our esteemed list. Go on then, Roscoe. What's your third choice? Who are you throwing in? Oh, I had a few. That, that, yeah, I'm going to go. I, I wanted to put, I don't know if you've seen the Neymar one from 2010 against Colombia. Where he just like he does the kind of the, the shuffle at the side, you know. He's just he's basically like if Lewis Hamilton played football, he'd be Neymar. Um, <laughs> like he's just an absolute helmet. Like, um, it's one of the worst penalties. I mean, it's a mile over the bar, which is which is. But I'm not going to pick that one because I have to go emotionally for another. That was person never a penalty to start with either, was it? I mean, that was just. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. That's the thing. And he was just. He's just. Yeah. Just. You know. It's just. I just enjoy watching it. So I thought I'd mention it. But no, my my third choice is going to be. Champions League final, Chelsea versus Manchester United. We all know what's coming, right? There he is, right? The man, <laughs> one of the most loved men in football, John Terry, right? He's uh, just off the phone to Wayne Bridges, misses, and he steps up to take the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> he's, um, yeah, wasn't sure if he was playing that day, but he got a strip ready just in case they could sell it. And look at it. We all know what John Terry's about. And then you think, couldn't happen to a nicer guy, could it? He slips at the, the crucial moment in such a big game, and uh, yeah, and it spins it off the post, like totally miscues the ball, and then uh, yeah, just you love to see it. Then he just kind of collapses in tears, and you're like, yeah, there's an element of beauty in that moment for me. So yeah, I have to say that one's that one's in there for me for those reasons. It's a good penalty as well because well, it's not a good penalty because it's supposed, but Van der Sar goes the other way, and that's that's the easy as well sending Van der Sar the other way. Aye, totally sells him, but yeah, just yeah, just couldn't happen to nice a guy. <laughs> Go on then, Aldi. What have you got for your third well, choice? I, I, I feel really bad for this one, actually. Um, now that 
there's three there's three subs that I had written down. John Terry and Robert Perez were, were two of those subs. <clears throat> so it's a it's a straight outright fight between someone I've idolised and someone that I know. But I'm going for the guy that I idolised, and I feel really bad for this. But there's a story behind it as well, and I didn't actually know until doing a bit of research on this that it was actually his last ever like last ever game. Henry Smith, the cat. He was only called the cat because he used to pee in people's gardens. But he was, I mean, he was, a, I mean, he was a legend at Dead Time Castle. And he played 598 games for Hearts. His last ever game was this game in particular. And when I look back at his career, I mean, he, he never won many things with Hearts. Hearts never really won much anyway. But he, he was knocking on the door of Scotland squads. Unfortunately, Jim Leighton was there and stuff like that. But a really good goalkeeper. And for this to be his last game was quite quite sad, uh, sad way to go. So we're away at Dundee, Dens Park League Cup, uh, 1996. I was only 10. I was following this game on teletext probably back in the day and because uh, it was a midweek game and I probably had school the next game day. So <clears throat> anyway, cut a long story short, it goes to 4-4. We head to a penalty to shootout. First four penalties in the shootout, 2-2. Dundee step up, Paul Tosh, his penalty saved by Henry Smith. And then instead of going back, you know when goalkeepers go to the side? Well, Henry Smith fetches the ball and puts it down on the penalty spot and steps up to take the penalty himself. So Hart's third penalty in the shootout. You can understand if it went to sudden death. You know when you see keepers get involved in sudden death. But Henry Smith was one of the three, one of the five, so he was the third to take and I've never seen a worse penalty in all my life. He, he, he shanks this. I mean, it's. I'm being kind. I mean, it's it's just horrific. And when you look at the the firepower and the players that Hearts had, that you know that 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 game, why is your goalkeeper taking the third penalty? And in the end, Hearts lose five four. That uh, went to the sudden death, like you know, in the end. But still, I mean, for Henry Smith to take a penalty, not only a penalty. A, horrific penalty on his last turned it to be his last ever game just I mean it's just a sad oh, way it goes isn't it pain you all day that's a, it's a tough one it, 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 it did. I'm going to raise a glass to Henry he's still here right enough he's still alive <laughs> well you know what think, think of the other side of it imagine he scores and wins a game it's, you know what I mean scenes so it's uh, you know what I mean that's uh, at least he's got the he's got the balls to go up and take one so fair play ah, exactly yeah. exactly. balls and some strikers these days I tell you the amount of strikers that don't take penalties yeah. that annoys me in shootouts Anyway, um, yeah. my, my third choice, it's it's difficult. Do you know what I mean? I had a list beforehand and I was, I was trying to work out which ones I was going to use and I was thinking, well, so-and-so might say that and I've still got three or four left on here and I don't know which one to go for. I was hoping I might have had it whittled down. So do I go for something that actually means something or do I go for something that's just plain stupid? And so seeing as I'm going to fit in with the podcast, I'm going to say something completely stupid. So we're going to go back to the uh, Euro 2016 game between Italy and Germany. And you'll, you'll, you'll remember this because there was a guy called Zaza, stupid name to start with. And uh, he stepped up to take a penalty against the Germans. And what does he do? He takes 10 minutes to actually get from the edge of the area to the penalty spot. He does this like, <laughs> like, shuffle thing they do. It's like, what's the boy doing? Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle for 20 minutes. And then he just blazes it over the top of the bar. It's the most embarrassing penalty I've ever seen in my life. And he just kind of looked down as yeah. if to say, well, that didn't go right. Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was this big moment. It's this big stage. And do you know what I mean? He's doing all this fancy shuffle. And he's, look at me. I'm the crown prince and all that. And then, poof, 
Anyway, so we'll get to the stage now where we've got our list of, of uh, wonderful, terrible penalty takers. And I'm looking at them and I'm thinking we've got some legends here. We've got Roberto Baggio. We've got Thierry Henry. We've got Peter Devine. We've got <laughs> Diana Ross. I mean, it's going to be a tough one, boys, but we need to whittle this down to five. Now, do you want me to read them out and we're going to say yes, no straight away? Or how are we going to do yeah, this? Yeah, go, go through them again and then we'll, um, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, 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 let's try and eliminate some. Yeah. Can all four of us say straight away, Asamoah Gian, Ghana against Uruguay? Oh, I think, uh, I think for the drama, it's, it's, it's in the drama. Of <laughs> yeah, it's in the mix. It's in, it's in the, it's in five for me. I think that's probably in there, yeah. It's in the mix. Yeah. We'll get a tick. Roberto Baggio, <laughs> World Cup final, 94. So yes from me. It has to be in there. Yeah, it has to be in there. It pains me to say it, but yeah, it does have to be in there. We've got Diana Ross in the opening ceremony of USA 94. <laughs> now, I've got to say, yes, it's awful. It's the worst penalty I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I think you're right. It's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably going to... If you've not seen the Peter Devine one, I think the Peter Devine one is... is to, so I'm like... <laughs> I feel I put Peter Devine ahead of Diana Ross. That's why I'm done with you think tip so but that Peter Devine one, if you haven't watched it watching that, it is absolutely comedy gold. <laughs> it's just dreadful. Um, okay, yeah. well we'll have that as a maybe then. What about Gary McAllister, Scotland v England? What what were the jocks saying to that one? Nah, that's not in. Nah, that's not in. Not in. Nah. For me, that's not in. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> now I think if it's witchcraft, yeah. there's some jiggery pokey going on. Then you you can't really count it. So you know it's um it's not his fault. So and can I just say at this um, point, I'm actually yeah. really surprised that nobody went with an England penalty miss because let's be honest, there's there's 400 you could have chosen from. Yeah, I had Beckham's one down. Beckham had a belter. Of, yeah, I had that was on my list. But um, but yeah, I didn't feel it deserved again. Chrissy Waddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gareth Southgate, Paul Ince, David Batty. I mean, you just reel yeah. them off, can't you? Yeah. Absolute yeah. nightmare. Stuart Pierce, indeed. Yep. Right, so we've got Peter Devine. We've, we've, we've stick a tick against Peter Devine, so that's going to be in the next round so far. Perez and Henri, what are we doing with that, boys? What are you, what are you saying? Oh, a bit of silence over this. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's still there. I, I agree. It's in mine as well. Yeah, I think just for the sheer Frenchness of the whole thing, like, just like, yeah, so unique, like, such a unique miss. Um, yeah. We're doing a great job of whittling this down. Right, uh, Anthony Knockout, Waterford v Leicester. Oh, not for me. I, I think that the, the moment is key because of what happened after, but as like a pure penalty miss. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, I agree with you. I think the drama's yeah. afterwards, isn't it? Yeah, with big... Okay, right, it's another big score. Sorry, bro. Um, Christian Benteke, Palace against Bournemouth. I mean, he is—he is another helmet. He's a guy that you just love to hate. Like, um, oh, Benteke. Is he still at Palace? About? I have no idea. But I don't. At this point, at this point, at this point, all day doesn't really matter what he is. He just doesn't score anymore. So it's like you know, it's irrelevant. Like, he hasn't scored yeah. since 2012. Or something. Um, I feel like yeah. He had one good season. I think that the interesting about that is 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 that, and it's happened since. You know, it's like the the argument for the ball. You know, it's like give me. You know, it's that whole ego thing, and then to miss it like just seems unforgivable to me. Um, I, I'd mark that with like you know maybe as a maybe with um with Diana Ross. What's next, Paul? Okay, right. We'll stick that. Stay on a maybe. We've got Raheem Sterling next. Man City. Ah, oh, God, I mean, he's an idiot, isn't he? <laughs> like just. <laughs> Like, just such a, yeah, hard. 
you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna rule that one out. I'm not I'm not not overly keen on that. That okay, that one's gone then. We're being harsh on these. We have to be harsh. We've got to get this down to five, boys. Um, John Terry against Chelsea. I'm putting a tick against that uh, against Man United. Sorry, a tick against that. Yeah. Yes. That one's a general consensus. Yes. Um, yeah. Henry Smith. So, so what, what are we talking? We're talking a rugby conversion straight in the air, or um, <laughs> a yap stam? Aldi, how can, can yeah. you describe yeah. how bad this I'm was? I need this. to know. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this against Peter yeah. Devine here, right? So, how bad is it? Well, it's, it, 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 I don't think it's in the Peter Devine category. It's just a, it's just a really bad goalkeeping penalty, and and I have seen it. And it's one of these clips on YouTube. You have to like basically, you know, you're right into the depths of YouTube to try and find it. But okay. you're saying you can only find it in the dark web. That you're saying, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the depths. Okay. for me, Peter Devine beats that. Just, just for pure. It's like you know, as you've been framed value. It's like it's right. the best thing about it is like you're like. Like when he started to stumble, it's like just just stop your run up. Like just just you don't have to keep going. <laughs> Commits to it hundred <laughs> percent. Oh sorry. Last I think that one's getting through, Peter, didn't I? Um and the last one on the list we've got Zaza, the Italian monster against Germany at the Euros. Nah, get him out. You're you're never scoring that penalty. Um I think that's fair. Lovely, right? Zaza's a goner. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We've got seven boys: Asamoah Gyan, yeah, Roberto Baggio, yes, Diana Ross, Peter Devine, yeah, Perez Henri, yeah. Benteke, and John Terry. I, I'm not sure how Benteke made it there. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think Benteke maybe. I, I'd agree with that. And then I think it's it's a it's down to like Diana Ross, Perez, or. Um, can I say something controversial then? Because I, I was never the Asamoah Jan thing. I know it was it was huge for for Africa and Ghana and all that, but it, hit the bar. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You hit the bar. Yeah. Okay. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, but he did deny us the dance, which is really, really, really <laughs> upsetting. Um, like that's the most upsetting thing about it. Like it's not even about Ghana getting through. Just I just want to see him score goals. I don't care if they lose. Just just want to see him dance. Like that's you know, but there's, there's too many boring goal celebrations now. Like nobody really does them anymore. So it's like, um, yeah, um, it's all about Asamoah for me. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I would Asamoah, Diana Ross, or what was the other one I said there? Who else is in there? We've got Peter Devine. We've he, got Perez and Henri and John Terry. Terry's through. I'm bad. Yeah, I, th- I think it's uh, between those two. So that Diana Ross or Asamoah. I, I can't believe what this. What's I mean, I, I threw this in as a as the one that comes to mind, and I just can't believe we're actually having this conversation <laughs> on the first episode. Diana Ross or Asamojian? Like, where in the world are, are where in the world are people sitting around the table? Diana Ross is top of my list, by the way, boys. Uh, Diana Ross was my number one. <laughs> I think what splits the two apart are like, what do you want from your penalty taker? If your penalty taker misses. Do you want them to be absolutely devastated like Asimov's Jim was? I mean, Diana Ross just skipped on and carried on with the song. You know, she didn't have that. Whereas that, <laughs> <no. laughs> if she'd have stopped the song at that point and just said, that, give the ball back, retake, retake. <laughs> Keeper came off his line. You're right. Her attitude stinks, Oldie. Your attitude stinks. Yes, does. don't like her attitude at all. Yeah. No. yeah. Like Arrogant. Yeah. I'm still not ready to let Diana go, though. Diana Ross has to be in the top five for me. She was my number one choice. I can't just say no. Ah... So let's look at the list again. Right. Jeanne, 
Baggio, Ross, Peter Devine, Perez and Henri, John Terry. So you tell me, you fight, you three boys are all going for everyone apart from Diana Ross. Well, I'll probably stick with Diana. Um, oh, thank you, Alden. Now you're speaking up. That's it. Come on, fight the corner. I, I just feel like it was your choice after all. I know it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ask some more. So I think like it could be like maybe maybe like tips on Aldi. It's, it's virtual rock paper scissors. I don't know. Maybe that's the only fair way to settle this. I don't know. Um, no, no, no. The rules are all four of us have to agree on it. Oh really? Oh goodness. Right. Okay. Let's okay. Let's buckle up. It's gonna be a long night. Um, did, right. Well, let, <laughs> what, 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 what about the? So let, 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 hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what, who's the definite? So John Terry's a definite. We'll put him through. He's, He's made yes. it to judges' houses. Right. John Terry, <laughs> number one. You're on the list, my friend. Baggio. What about Roberto Baggio? The four of us. We all saying yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Consensus. Baggio's through. Right. We've got the over twenty-five started. Um, Peter Devine. I mean, for me, like the funniest penalty miss I've ever seen in my life. I, I haven't seen it, but I trust these guys. You know, I'm in the same boat if as you, Aldi. If they see something's funny, then. If it makes these two boys wet their knickers the way it is now, then it has to be good. I'll take that. I'll take that. I can watch it again now. I'll keep laughing. I mean, if I think about it, I laugh. It's like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so Peter Devine's in. So we've got three to choose from. We've got Perez and Henri. We've got Diana Ross. And we've got Asimo Jeanne. We need two from three. It's a tough decision, but Simon Cowell's got okay. to do this. I- well, we let the public decide. Is that do we do we do we have a referendum? <laughs> you you jocks in your referendums, honestly. <laughs> oh, I don't know, mate. Um, let me think. I I can't tip. So you've gone quiet here. What are you dumping, Diana? I mean, I, I'm trying to find a way to concede to Diana, but uh, finding it difficult. So what are we saying about Perez and Henri then? I think they have to be in for me there. It's so nonsense. It's so arrogant. It's just like so French. It's just so French. It's the, it's the most French thing you'll ever see. Like it, you know, sums them up so beautifully. Um, I don't know. I think I'd be willing to go. I could come across to Diana over Asamo. I could see. Kind of crack. I could. I could. I could get there. I could get there. Uh, if it's that, or I think about that, I feel that that the French have to be put up in the spotlight for that nonsense. I also think there's an argument as well, right? Now, I, I don't want to keep harping on, but if Diana Ross scores that penalty, there's an argument for the greatest goal of all time because she breaks the goal. She literally breaks the goal. <laughs> I mean, she's literally missed the greatest goal of all time. I mean, it's, it's, it is up there. Do you know I what mean? The thing is, Aldi, she broke the goal without even hitting the target. Imagine she hit the target. The whole stadium would have clocked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, just yeah. Armageddon. Yeah, okay, that, that's enough for me. I can see. Yeah. I, I love Asamojan forever, but but I can see. Done it. Yeah, whenever he, whenever he listens to this, we love you. There you go. That's pretty painless in the end, wasn't it? So there you go. That's our top five best worst misses in from the penalty spot of all time. John Terry in the Champions League final. Roberto Baggio in the World Cup final. You've got Diana Ross in the opening <laughs> ceremony of the World Cup tournament. You've got Perez and Henri being typically French, and you've got Peter Devine in the what was it again? The Northern. Premier Cup final or something? Yeah, 1991. Northern Premier League Division 1 Cup final. Please watch. Honestly, all four of us are going to be off on YouTube next looking for Peter Devine. It's going to be <laughs> the most Googled thing 
this evening. Let's get trending, Peter Devine. Yeah, let's get him on here. Let's get him on, Peter. Talk us through. Let's invite him on the next I show. I was going to say, get him on some guests next week. That's a good shout. Yeah, let's talk us through your thought process, Peter. We want to know when, when you when you realised when you realised you were going down before you were near the ball. Why did you decide to keep going? So. Oh, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Well, speaking of messes, if you've managed to get to the end of this podcast, then well done because it has been a bit of an absolute mess. But there you go. Thank you very much for listening to Jogs Talking Balls. We'll be back next week to talk about more really exciting hot topics like, I don't know, 80s mullets or something like that. Till then, take it easy. Thanks, everyone.